Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi. Welcome to Talk Shoe. And, and welcome to starting from the bottom. I'm your host, Tonya Carter. And today we will be talking about the aftermath of a death in a family, part two. L- last week I was on I was on here and I was talking about a death in a family and how it affects the family. How when you when people lose a loved one, how it affects their lives and how they deal with death and how you how you cope with it and how you in the process of of you know getting past losing a loved one and um how you know it can affect a family i really didn't even talk about how it brings a family closer because i i don't know well my for my experience um for me when i lost my loved one it didn't bring my family closer actually it's it tore us apart so I couldn't tell you or I couldn't relate to, you know, death bringing a family together. So I'm just talking about what, you know, what I know and my experience on and how death, you know, can tear a family apart, which it can, you know, it can bring family closer, closer. It can make people, you know, realize that, you know, you know, today is not promised and, and this is the time where you do need to come together and reaching more out to your loved ones and being more family oriented and coming together and, you know, just calling and checking up on one another, telling the, telling your other family members, Hey, I love you. Hey, let's get together sometimes. Hey, let's take a trip. Let's, let's, let's um have a family get together. Let's, let's, let's do a family barbecue. Let's, you know, have a family meeting. Let's do a family trip. Let's just start loving one another more than what we was already loving, loving each other. And, um, you know, that's, that's, that's what I got from, you know, all my thoughts of, you know, death bringing family closer. And, you know, in a sense, I'm trying to think of me being closer with, with my family since my grandmother passed. Um, anyone that I felt like, you know, or that I felt like, okay, now is the time. Let me get, let me, you know, be called this person more, or let me be around more, or let me have a, I mean, but I, I mean, in a sense, I tried to have a better relationship now with my family, being that that backbone is gone, and which I already did try to, you know, for the most part, I, I get along with, for majority, everyone in my family, and I tend to um try to reach out to all my cousins, sometimes and call and check up on everyone or just try to be family oriented as far as something and I can make it I'll I'll try to make it and I'll go because I want to show that that family love and I want to show that family support so my cousin know or you know this person know this family member know hey 
I'm your family and hey, I love you and I'm going to support you. And if you're going, if you're going to have something, I'm going to show my face just to show my face to just show you, you know, I, you know, that's what family, this is what family is about being together, doing things together. So, you know, try to be there for one another because tomorrow's not promised and we don't know when, when will, you know, nobody knows when we're going to leave. You don't know when you're going to leave this earth. So as far as telling that person you love them and and giving that extended hand as far as um giving that olive branch out and make and you know trying to extend yourself to your family and trying to get together with them and do things with them you know that's just showing love so just you know try to show love to your family because we don't know when our day will come and you don't want to wait till that person already gone and you didn't get to say goodbye and you didn't get to make peace with them or yourself I'm sorry, guys. My daughter in the background, Zeta. Every time I'm doing my broadcast, I'm going to start leaving you. You're going to be in the playpen. <laughs> sorry. So, I don't have no babysitter, guys. I apologize. All right, so back to the topic. So, um, you know, I just heard about another guest last night. It wasn't one of my family. That was a topic, definitely, and now my topic was um, the aftermath of definitely, and I then, within the past uh, two weeks, I then heard about three deaths already, and it's just, you know, death is uh, it's just really, it's, it's wild that now that I'm getting older, I just, you know, death is just really, as a kid, I guess, you don't, you're a kid, so you you know, you're not thinking about that. Well, it's not happening. So it wasn't happening that much. You didn't really hear about people dying all the time when you was young. Or it didn't affect you. But now it's really. I just feel like, you know, this is kind of. You know, just be there for one another. Um, so, you know, I want to say it's me. And God is. He's taking his soldiers with him. He's he's one by one. He's taking his soldiers, so you just never know when when he's gonna take you. So anyway, so back to the aftermath and the death in the family and how it affects certain families and how it tears your family apart. And I just feel like, you know, try not to, if if you do be losing your loved one, try not to let the death of them tear your family apart. That's that's my objective of the whole thing. Don't let the death of the family tear the family apart, but let it bring you closer. Start reaching out to one another. Start reaching out. Start doing things. Start having get-togethers. You know, don't hold grudges. Don't hold on to the past. Let bygones be bygones because if that person was still here, it wouldn't be this way. So. I feel like you need to still, in, in memories of that loved one, you still, if you still need to act like they still are here, because if they was here, you would, it, it wouldn't be this way. So you need to 
act like that person is still here on that earth, on earth because if they were still here on earth, you would still be talking to that family member that you you're not talking to now. You wouldn't because that per because that 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 person that was alive was keeping y'all together, whether you you knew it or not. They was keeping y'all together, and they knew and you knew if they were still alive today, it wouldn't be like this. This person wouldn't be. I don't like this person. I, don't, I ain't messing with this person. Oh, this person, she's not alive no more, so I've got to deal with it. No, act like they are still here because if they were still here, they wouldn't. And if they were here, and if they could, and if even if they're not being that they're not here, but if they was looking down on you right now, and if they could see what was going on within that family, they would they would be displeased. They wouldn't be happy knowing that they left this earth and their and their siblings and nieces is not talking to one another. They're arguing, they're getting so it's it's confusion and backbiting and slandering of one another. They wouldn't like that. The fact that you're not talking to your brother, you're not talking to your sister, you're not talking to your cousin, your family member that's going would not like that. And like I said, we all we all grieve in our different ways, and we're all you know we all have problems, and we all go through things. Life is not easy, and the easiest thing to do, the easiest thing is to me is dying because you're not here no more to deal with the stress of life. And you know, and family, and family is all we really got. Family is really all you got. You may have a whole bunch of friends today, but when they're gone, who do you who can you turn to? Who can you run to? Is their family? So, I just want you know every I just want people to start you know realizing that. Holding grudges, being mad, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's childish, it's petty, and people need to take accountability of their actions and stand up and be that back that backbone for the person that's growing in the family. Somebody got to stand up and take grandma, their auntie, their mother, that cousin, take that person place. And just be and just be there for your other family members. You know. When um when I um lost when I lost my family, my grandmother, you know, I you know, my family my family was such a big support and then I had family members that wasn't a support. And then you know, I had family that did come check up on me, did see how I was doing, and I had family that I guess they were too busy to check up on me or to say, hey, you okay? And then when my um, grandmother house burned down months later, and I was like, wow, there was people, there was family members that did check on me and said, because you were right, and there were some family members that didn't care. And then there were some families that said, hey, because what did you need? I know you lost everything. Which do you need some money or you need a pair of shoes? And then there was somebody, some cousin that didn't even say, they even check what they even care to even know that me and my son 
was homeless and didn't even have socks or shoes or or anything or anything. But today I can say that, you know, I, I have a foundation, I have a supportive family, I have um my husband and I have his family and now I can say I have a new family and you know, they help me and they love me and they support me and I can if I need anything, I can call I can call my husband. I can call his family. I can call my his um mother. I can call my, my mother and my mother in law. I can call my aunt in law. I can you know, I have that extended family that that's now a part of me. And I, I built my and I and you know, I built my own foundation and I built me a new family. Sometimes too, you can build you a new family and call it your own. And nobody can't take that away from you. You know, I want to instill in my kids to love their cousins, love their family. Reach out to your cousins. Get to know your cousins because I'm, I don't want to be that petty family member that don't want to come around the family and always act like, oh, I can't be around the family. And, oh, I don't want to be around the family because this family is that. This family is this. But what are you doing to make the family any better? And what did the family do to do to you so bad? You, I hate when people play the victim and act like the family did something to them. Because no, the family did not do anything to you. So why are you why are you always complaining or always talking about oh this why I don't come around this why I don't do that this why I don't do this? But then when as a family get together, oh I ain't going because nobody invited me. But why would we invite you? Why would somebody invite you when you never come around, when you never reach out to anybody? Why would anyone invite you to this gathering? Why should I call you? Why should I keep trying to extend myself to, to the person that, that that's not even trying to extend themselves to me? I'm going to call you. I'm going to check up on you. I'm going to reach out to you a couple of times. but. After a while, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep trying, and I'm not getting any response back. Hey, started from the bottom. Hey, who's this? This is me, your second host, Marquina. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, um, Marquina, how? Um, I was looking. At, so my topic is. The aftermath of death in the family and and how does it bring and how it can bring a family closer or it can bring a part a family you know tear a family apart so what's your um experience or opinion on um after you lose a loved one how is how the family turnout um is well, um, just speaking on that topic, I would like to send my condolences to my fiance and his um mother just passed away um Sunday, so this topic is really um sentimental right now um My mother also passed away in twenty fifteen so when you're dealing with a death, I would say 
um, what you need within your family is togetherness because at times you can have that one person that passed away that's like the link to your whole family, that one person that everybody knows who's there is that mutual person that everyone is cool with who brings everyone together. And sometimes when that person passes away, everything seems like it just splits apart. So um, I would say that in the aftermath of a death, it should be kind of like passed down, like it should be a designated another person like that. That is also that link so the family can stay together. Also, during a, a death, um, you have to know the financial aspect of that, which is very hard, which is also something that could split a family apart. Um, I would say we don't want to talk about it now, but we all should be in some type of life insurance or thinking about some after plan for the rest of our families um, that, you know, so that at a time like that, it wouldn't be no burden within the family of who's going to put this together, who's going to... Basically, we all should um, start getting ourselves together sooner than later um, because that's also uh, something that happens during the time of death. Um, also, um, with death, we also have to understand that it may seem, like, you know really sad at the time, but you got to think about it as a reborn time. It's a reborn stage. It's, a, it's, it's life. You know, it happens. It's no one's fault. At points in time, people could feel like, oh, it was my fault, or family members could think about what they could have done, you know. Everything mm-hmm. in life is a lesson. You just take each each thing in life as a lesson, even so with death. It may seem like it's the end of something, but everything has a beginning, and sometimes, you know, things just have to go ways it goes to start a new beginning. So um, I would just say my three steps with and dealing with um, death would be the first thing first is structure. Second thing would have to be, you know what, I'm not even going for it. First thing got to be financial. Have a set-up plan about what's going to happen, who's going to take care of what, Make sure that also your family has, um, when the, say if the person is sickly, you have someone that's the designated in charge of the decisions. You know, someone that you trust. Some, some, you appoint someone that you really trust. You know, because at times family be running around like, no, you said to do this. No, she didn't want that. And it's when you have something really mapped down, then it that further disrupts any arguments with that situation. So I would say set somebody up to be a, you know, designated coordinator. Are you talking about power attorney? You can say that, yeah. Like, just, it don't even have to be legalized. You can just write something down on a piece of paper. You know what I mean? But everybody know who that person is. So it's no, you know, questions of who making these decisions and who told you to make that decision. You know what I mean? It's literally someone. And if you, if if I happen now, it's an untimely death and it wasn't, like, foreseen, it still should be something that should be written down. Um, God bless the day when my mother died, we already knew it was going to be me. You know, I'm the only child. She's the only child, so we knew it was going to be me. But in another scenario, who could it have been, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like as a family, we should know, like, who would be linked to making that person's decisions, you know, because it's kind of shady, but you got people out there with bad intentions. 
So yeah. I'll just say, have you? It's a tough discussion, but start talking about life insurance now. And, um, yeah, start talking about so financial structure and then the aftermath, which is the healing. And that's where everything will go. You know it will be a better healing process if the two other things followed in foot. Yes, what I got to say. <laughs> yes, because I'm telling you, a funeral, my grandma's funeral end up coming up, I think, to like over $10,000. And yeah. um, luckily, my grandmother always planned ahead, and she made sure she had life insurance for her funeral. She also made sure she had life insurance for us. And she made sure, you know, she had she had she had those things in place. Right. And she even had I don't think I don't think anybody had power of attorney though. So that's where the confusion went when the chaos came in because my grandmother had eight kids, so it was eight of them trying to make everybody's trying to make their own decision on what should be done and how this should be done and how she should be buried. And, you know, in the state I was in, I didn't even want to have to, I didn't want to accept the, the fact that she was gone. So I didn't even want any, any, um, I didn't even want any part in, I didn't want to take any parts in planning the funeral. Yeah, acceptance is another word that should be used around that time, acceptance. You just got to accept things, you know what I mean? You got to take it for yeah, what like it I, is. Yeah, like I commend you because I didn't know how you was able to plan your mom's funeral because I couldn't plan anything. I said, I'm not planning. I'm just going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you're 29, you're not thinking about, oh, let me plan my mother's funeral. When you're 29, you're thinking like, you know, what me and my mother about to do for my 30th. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh once you, as I said, the first word is acceptance. Once you get that acceptance, you are able to do things you didn't know you can do. So if you have acceptance, you know what I mean, and um, as soon as you come out, as soon as uh, my grandpa, as soon as you push out any kid, they got life insurance. They The second day they're born. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, and I need to, and I, I lacked in that area because I, I, you know, my grandmother, she left, she had insurance for us, and then when she passed, uh, and still not accepting her death, I, I didn't pay my insurance. Me and my sister paid our life insurance, so we lost that. And my grandma had that since we was kids. So right, and your premiums. When you have it from when you're younger, your premiums are low. Um, your premiums are low, so that's another thing. Right, as of now. Get, yeah. get Zeta needs um, life insurance. Um, my son has life insurance, and like I said, he had it since he was born. We don't want to be like, oh, we don't got to talk about life insurance now. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you just never know, God forbid. Right, because I remember right after my mother passed away, my grandpa was like, oh, yeah, you need to start looking for um, plots. I said, apply for what? <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> Well, we bought the plot, but he's like, no, seriously, you need to, if you want to be by your mother, you want to be by your, you know, you got to start looking at these things now. Of course, you don't want them to happen now, but nobody can determine what's going to happen the next day. Everything goes away, can go away in the blink of an eye. And if you're, the better you're prepared, the more less stressful anything else in the aftermath could be. So you got a plot? I 
ain't got no blocker. He told me to get one. I was like, <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> 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 I was like, excuse me? But, um, yeah, that's just something that, you know, people don't really like to talk about, but, or discuss, or even plan for, but it's going to happen. So the better prepared you are, it's like the storm. Storm is going to come, regardless. But the more prepared you are, the better the aftermath will be. Yes, hallelujah. My lights is still on. I'm so thank you. I'm so thankful. Sorry. Yeah, that's what's up. On. Shout outs to um everybody whose lights are still on. <laughs> yes, because I thought I was going to be lights out. I thought I was going to be like the black album. Lights out. I thought I was going to be in here eating sardines and Vienna sausages and crackers. I got, I got, um, I got food in the oven as we speak. <laughs> Yo, preparedness. I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Prepare it. Yes, prepared. So you know, I need to, I need to get insurance. So I need to get my insurance back because then I had got it also again and then I didn't pay it again. So I really got to stop taking, not take that. Um, you know, stop procrastinating, stop not taking that lightly and get my kids some insurance to get myself insurance. And, you know, my husband, he older than me. So even I'll be talking about, so if God forbid, if you pass, what you want me to do? You got to, and I need to even talk like that because he, even though he's older than me, I could go before he do. Yeah, and he might be have, and he might be planning my funeral. And then at the end, maybe it's stressful. And then that's when the family come in, and then you gotta ask around, and then you gotta do this, and then that's when it talks. That's what I'm saying, not to be sound. Yes, funny, I need to but, speak with my dad and ask him if he have life insurance. I don't even know if my if my father have life insurance or if my mom have life insurance. I don't even know. I don't even know if my mom have life insurance. I know, you know. She she been always talk about the way she when she passed she said just cremate me she said that's the cheapest thing just burn me I said we said okay and she already appointed my my older sister in charge for the funeral arrangements and to make the, all the decisions right so so that 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 stressful will not be on me right <laughs> right but I'm so no I'm in charge of. I mean, I couldn't even see nobody else do nothing for my mother. Remember, I wanted to do her hair. I wanted to do her makeup. I wanted yes, to do and you everything. Did, and you, you did her makeup, right? No, I just gave her a little highlighter because you can't go out with a little highlight. I had to just give her a little glow. <laughs> I just yeah, gave her you, a little... bought, you, you bought her hair. Her hair uh, she was going to wear. And her, yeah. You ordered her a nice dress online. Yeah, but it didn't come in time, so I had to go out. But that's what I said, like, I'm not to be funny, but financial is a part of that. That's one big thing. Yes, because then you got to still buy the flowers. Oh, the flowers is expensive. You got to get the flowers. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have to pay for a center if you you decide you're going to have a repass party or whatever after. You have to pay for that, too. That's why I said family, structure, acceptance, and financial because we had to have a center because everybody couldn't fit in the house. We had mm-hmm. to have a center, had to pay for that. It had the food was catered, had help with that. And my mama wasn't no slack, so I had to make sure she go out like a queen. So 
Mm-hmm. You want to make sure you don't, you don't want to bury nobody in a box or no rink or, you know, that not or tacky or cheap. You want to let, you want to. But seriously, it's all in what, you know what I mean, you deem is fit because some people um rather get cremated. Yeah. I'm going to decide that one day, and I'm going to go through with that because I just, I hate thinking about my body being burnt. But then who want to be in the ground getting eat by worms? So, or who want to be stuck with their body in the earth where they, when they could be thrown out in the air and go, you know, the ashes just be, and just go and leave the earth instead of being in the ground still on earth. So it's just, you know, that stuff you need to talk about with your partner, your family, your loved ones, because you don't, you just never know. Hello? Yeah, that's right. Okay, okay, okay. So and this is the time where um, if anybody that's on the line, um, the, the phones is open, if anybody want to say anything, and if not, we we can just keep on going. Oh, it's 7.30 anyway, so we're about to end. Um, I don't know. Should we do it? What should be the next broadcast, um, Kina? Should we do one tomorrow or wait? Um, I would say once a week is good. So every Monday sounds like a plan. We come on right before your ratchet TV. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's at 7 o'clock. You have a seat. Um, sip some wine, come on the line, and holler at us, talk with us, progress with us, promote with us, and then get you some Ratchet TV. <laughs> okay, so you want to wait till next week? Because I was going to do one probably Wednesday or Thursday. I was going to do it twice a week. But we oh, do you once got a lot to say. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's up, it's up to you. It's, it's, up, it's up to you. It's up to you. Okay, so um, want to do this again thir- um, Wednesday? Sure, we can be back on Wednesday. Okay, so Wednesday topic is gonna be it's gonna be called uh um a time in the season or, or should it be a friend in the season? But basically, I want to talk about um how you know friends come and go, and I, I um you know I want to relate to them as seasons. There's a season where you this person might be in your life, and then when the next season comes, they're might be they're gone, you know, because not everyone is supposed. To, everybody that comes into your life is not supposed to stay there. They're only there for that moment, for that time that God wants them to be in your life, and then you you move to the next phase, and they can't oh, they can't be a, they can't be a part of that journey. Well, you that's true. Some people are here like four leaves on a tree; they fall off. But I'm down with it, so. Thank you guys for joining in with us, and and you enjoy the rest of your eat season. And get ready for um, let me have pop if that's what you're about to watch at eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for joining in and listening to the talk. I'm your host Tanya Curry and uh, and Marquina and Marquina Curry. And I said I said Tanya Curry. I was like you're a Curry now. <laughs> <laughs> you're <a> married. <laughs> You're sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Good night.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.